Hey guys, um, so today I actually wanted to talk about forgiveness. Um, it's gonna be a really short podcast today, um, just because it's something that I didn't necessarily write down or have like a template for that I really um, researched, but I did have this at a Bible study where we just we talked and we spoke about things that hurt us and what we can do about that and what it means to forgive somebody and what it feels like. And I think that's really something that's really important for a lot of people because we are a very stubborn generation, (laughs) a very stubborn people. Um, And so forgiveness, is it, it comes a little hard. And so I think that it's really important topic to talk about. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to open us, open us up in prayer. <laughs> uh, Father God, thank you so much for gathering us here today. Let their ears listen and not just hear. And allow them to have a heart like yours so that whatever breaks your heart breaks theirs, Lord. That they know that you are looking out for them, for the best of them. And that the only way to truly become the best version of themselves, the way that you intended, was to have forgiveness. And Lord, I pray that today opens up their hearts and opens up their minds. And that all of us as a whole of the body of Christ just takes a moment and realizes that it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to let it go. That we're not defined by our burdens, Lord, because you've taken them from us. But that we know that through you, we are able to do anything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, first thing I want to talk about is how... At the beginning, we talked about forgiveness and how forgiving your past is super, super important because it allows you to finally love yourself and to accept what has happened. Um, And then we talked about, you know, allowing the storm to take us on, to seeing it as a blessing and not being mad at God for it. And now, you know, we're going to talk about forgiving others because it's hard. You know, I actually, I read this post and it said, forgiveness is so much heavier to carry than peace. And I mean, if God is the, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace and, and God is where we find our peace and forgiveness is the opposite of that, and unforgiveness, sorry, is the opposite of that, then what can happen? Are we really not in peace even though we're christians because we don't forgive people is it because we think it's unforgivable is it because we think we're right is it because what they did to us just really hurt and who they were really mattered to us um i don't know about anybody else but i've been hurt a lot a lot I was abused by my brother, sexually abused by my mom's best friend's foster child. Um, I was emotionally abused by most of my family. 
my sister and my brother would pretend like the kids at daycare were more of their siblings than I was. And that hurt a lot. You know, my dad, he he left and he cheated on my mom and he got himself into a lot of trouble. He could rarely ever see me, but always found a way to see his friends or to go to a DJ gig or to smoke a cigarette or have a drink. And it pissed me off. For so long, I was just like, what the heck? What are you doing with your lives? Why am I not as important as all these other people who aren't even related to you? But after a certain point, I came to a realization that it's it's not me that's the problem. Is that every single person that had hurt me, they were hurt themselves. And now whenever anybody's mean or aggressive or disrespectful, all I have to think is, it's not because of me. It's because they don't know what it is that they're dealing with. And then I have to look back at myself and like, I'm not a perfect person. I, I definitely have said something similar to like this to somebody else. I mean, I was hurting at a point and, and, and I hurt that person and I hurt this person. And what I did there was terrible. I hated that I did that. I was a really big attention seeker. I mean, I still am, but not, not <laughs> to the extent that I'm about to explain to you. I used to be a really big hypocrite and there was this friend that I had in the ninth grade or was it the tenth grade I think it was I think it was the ninth grade and there was this guy that she was seeing that I had a crush on like very briefly at the beginning of the year and this is gonna sound really bad but all three of us were like oh you know we sort of kind of are into each other or whatever and so I was just like okay whatever and then I was like nah I don't want to do this anymore um but then you know he texted me one day asking you know for me to text him back in a sexual way and I did and I knew that she had feelings for him and he assured me that they weren't in a relationship and instead of listening to the person that I thought was a really good friend of mine I listened to the guy because I liked the fact that he wanted that from me because I wanted to see that guys were interested in me and at the time I didn't realize that he wasn't interested in me but more interested in what I could provide for him and she was looking through my text messages one day and she found it. And I, it really hurt her. And I did that to someone that I called a really good friend of mine. Maybe even my best friend at the time. And it wasn't because I had the intention of hurting her. It's because, in all honesty, I didn't want to think about the fact that it would hurt her. I wanted to think about the fact that it would make me feel better about the fact that my brother hated me and my uncle didn't exactly want to be around anybody and that my dad left me and that, 
guys were just like, nah, I'm, nope, not her. But this guy didn't. I wanted to take away my pain for a second. And that ended up hurting her. A lot. That was a huge mistake that I made. So anytime anybody's angry at me, anytime anybody says something crappy to me, I just have to think of the fact that I may not have done anything, or maybe I did and I didn't realize it, but I'm also not a perfect person, and I've done a lot of crap that made a lot of people upset and that hurt some people. And I've forgiven myself for that. But maybe they haven't forgiven themselves for something that they did. Or maybe that somebody else did to them. And they haven't dealt with it. And that's why they're lashing out towards you. Because hurt people hurt people. And at the end of the day, however they treat me or however they look at me has nothing in comparison to the way that God loves me. And the way that God looks at me. And the way that God has just... He has seen everything that I am capable of in a positive way and in a negative way, and he chooses to see the beautiful parts of me. He takes the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, whatever. He takes it all. And I have to remember that that's the person that I'm striving to be. I'm striving to be the person that God sees me as, not as anybody else sees me as. And I don't need to please that person in order to have them not treat me badly, but it's just the fact that they're hurting And God is such a good God that he protects us to the ends of the earth. I mean, (laughs) it says in the Bible that he will leave the, the 99 to find the one. And that means that he's going to do anything to get us back. And that means that if somebody tries to hurt us, or comes after his kid like any good parent would do, they're angry at that kid. They're angry at that person. They're they're not happy with whatever it is that that person had to, to talk to them about or or had to hurt their kid. And they're like, blah, 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 you did this to my kid and then I'm, I'm going to freaking come at you. And, and just like a mother, just like a father, you go up to that kid's parents and you're just like, I cannot believe that your kid said this to my kid and god's like well i don't need to go to any parent because i'm gonna go directly to the kid and he's gonna make their lives a little bit of a living hell just because it's not that he doesn't love them but because they hurts one of his kids and so when you think about it god takes vengeance for you But the, when you don't forgive that person for so long, decades, years, months, whatever it may be, when you don't forgive that person, you end up being the reason why they keep hurting other people too. Because they're going to continue hurting because God is throwing everything at them for the fact that they hurt you. And then they're going to keep hurting other people. And maybe you were meant to minister into that person's life. Yeah, they sucked. (laughs) But they're a human being too. And forgiveness isn't just about them. It's about you. Because when you don't forgive somebody, you start to get angry. And you start to get bitter. 
and you start to treat other people like that and then it's just it's this huge vicious cycle and it's not like you have to forgive them overnight forgiveness takes time it takes every day not to feel that kind of anger and like you need to take justice into your own hands This past week, actually, uh, my dad's lover, while he was married to my mom, DM'd me on Instagram. <laughs> and I didn't really know who she was at first. I was like, I don't, I don't know anybody by this name. I don't know this account. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. And you were so precious to me. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Who are you? Um, and I was like... I'm gonna be honest, I, I don't remember who you are. And then, like, right before she texted back, I was like, oh my god. It's not. And so I ran out to the living room, my sister ran with me, because she's like, what's going on? And my mom had just went to sleep, and I was gonna ask her what the last name of this woman was. And I messaged her back, and I was like, yeah, no, I remember. And she was talking about how she wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one with me, and, and talk about you know, everything that she did and and that she didn't mean to hurt me or my family and all that other stuff. And I was just like, the whole time, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anger. I didn't feel sadness. I didn't feel happiness. I was just like, whoa, this is really out of the blue. And, you know, I... It didn't dawn on me that I had any anger towards her at all until she was like something something i'm a minister and i think i could really benefit you and your walk with god and i was just like i forgave you i forgave you a long time ago it has been 10 years i forgave you and my dad and i we still talk ish you know, we have we have slight conversations. <laughs> We're working on it. And I'm not angry at him for what he did. I'm not angry at her for what she did because they were probably both in a really bad place. And I am so grateful that I have my stepdad. He is the best. <laughs> I love that man with everything I've got. And I'm so blessed that that's the way that it turned out. Now, my mom was with somebody who really loved her and who really cherished her and who showed her that and who fights for her every single day. And I honestly wouldn't have had that if that moment hadn't happened. And yeah, it was terrible. And I had to live in her house <laughs> whenever I stayed over to see my dad because they were together afterward. But in all reality, it just it didn't matter anymore. And when I forgave her, I let go of all the stuff that could have been and started really focusing on the fact that I see what's happening now. I see what's in front of me and I see everything that... I have and how blessed I am and honestly I would not give that up for the world I wouldn't change a damn thing 
Because I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And at one point, yeah, I was like, I want my mom and dad back together. Yeah, I, I don't want her to be with my dad. And and I hate the fact that they're always arguing. And, and I hate the fact that I never got the family that I see on TV. But I didn't need the family that I saw on TV. Because I have something way better. I have extended family. I have stepbrothers and stepsister that are freaking amazing. And that are weird and <laughs> funny. I have a stepdad who literally fits in with this family like he was here from the beginning. And that everybody adores. My mom is happy. My sister likes him. She, she is not a people person. <laughs> we have a dog and bright orange fence with a garage and a house and honestly i would have never saw that coming but i'm so grateful that i have it and i'm so grateful that i was just able to let go of everything and not feel like the world was on my shoulders i'm so grateful that god gave me the ability to look at somebody with his eyes and to love them the way that he loves them and to genuinely feel everything that he feels for them and it's hard to wake up every day and say i'm gonna fight the fact that the enemy wants me to be angry i'm gonna choose joy i'm gonna choose peace and I'm not going to let that person get to me. And I'm going to pray for them. Because I know what they're going through must not be easy for them to be treating me the way that they're treating me. And another thing is, offense is an action. But being offended is a choice. You choose how you're going to react. How you're going to respond. Because it doesn't matter what they call you. It matters how you respond to it. Kill them with kindness. And you don't have to forget what they did. You don't have to pretend like that never happened. Because, I mean, if you do happen to forgive that person, or you do happen to be friends, or, or gain a relationship with that person again, then you can tread lightly this time. You can... Be careful. You can take it slower and really build that relationship of trust. And it hurts so much worse when, when it's somebody that we really love and somebody that we really care about and somebody that was supposed to protect us and somebody that was supposed to be there for us and that held all our secrets and that did this and that did that. But you know what? We are all human. <laughs> and we are all hurt. And we all have our own traumas that we deal with every single day. And no matter who comes into our lives, that's what we need to remember. Is that they're hurt and they're lost and they need our help. And they may not be there forever, but maybe they will. And I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies where people who are nice to the people that hurt them, and I was just going to be like, no, 
I don't know who the heck you think you are, but I am not talking to you. I am not going through this. I am not blah, 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 blah. And then in the end of the movie, they end up being really best friends. And one of their sisters is dying from cancer. And that's why they're acting the way they're acting. And I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Maybe if I had been nice to them, whatever. And you never, ever know what somebody's situation is. And forgiveness is hard. And just saying, forgive them. Be empathetic. Look at it from their point of view. Maybe they're going through something. These aren't all excuses. These aren't all just to be like, okay, well, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. I have gone through this and I've gone through that. Well, guess what? You're not the only one. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not. And feeling bad for yourself and feeling self-pity for yourself for so, so long is only ever going to bring you down. If you want to grow, if you want to prosper, you have to mature. It doesn't matter whose fault it was. It doesn't matter what happened between the two of you. Yeah, I was sexually assaulted. Not like raped, but I was molested at a really young age and it really messed me up. And I've hurt people because of it. I was abused. I was used as a freaking ragdoll for street fights practice. I was forced to smoke a cigarette. (laughs) I was forced to hold drugs. And steal. And do things that made me really uncomfortable. And I became abusive. And I didn't do any hard drugs, but I smoked weed a lot. And it made me forget how much it hurt my mom. Made me forget how much I just didn't care about other people's emotions. And now I do care. Because I took a second to step back and be like, this isn't helping me. What's really hurting me? You have to be able to just feel what you're feeling and get through it. And don't try and beat around the bush. Don't try and go about it like it just doesn't exist. Because that's not going to help anybody. You have to be able to face it and to go through it and to commit to going through it and not give up. Because you are so, so strong. You are so much more than who you are right in this moment. And you can't see it yet. And you can't feel it yet. Something that I really want you guys to try is just closing your eyes and imagining the first time that you felt shame. Or that you put blame on yourself. Or that somebody else put blame on you. When was the first time that they told you we weren't beautiful or handsome? When they told you we weren't enough? When was the first time you started to believe it? Imagine how old you were 
how much it hurt. What was going through your mind? What the day looked like? Now I want you to imagine you talking to yourself at that age. Figure out what it is that they want to tell you. When I did this exercise, I was about six years old. I put blame on myself because I thought my dad left because of me because I wasn't good enough. I thought my brother hit me because I was just an easy target. That I deserved it. No wonder nobody wanted to be with me. Look at me. I'm ugly. I'm untalented. I destroy everything I touch. But at the same time, when I sat there in my mindscape and I just looked at her, in a little pink shirt and her blue jeans and her white sneakers with her hair really, really loosely pulled back. I hugged her and I told her that I was sorry. And she looked at me and she said, you were never not enough. You were never ugly. You never meant for that. But if you hadn't gone through that, You wouldn't be the person that you are today. And it's okay that it hurt. And it's okay that it sucked. But you made it. And you're here. And you're gonna make it through the next one. And the next one. And the next one. And you're gonna be okay. Sorry about that. That was my niece. (laughs) So I want you guys to try that exercise. And listen to what the little person has to say. Because for me, that was God talking to me. He was just like, you, you were perfect from the day you were born. You don't have to listen to what those other people said about you. And it's okay that it hurt. But forgive them. And the day that I forgave my brother... I I was put in a car and I was with his daughter <clears throat> because I hadn't met her yet and I was with this baby mama and we were all driving and then my sister turns around from the front seat in the passenger side. She looks at me and she says, we're going to go see Tony. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was so in shock. I was not prepared for that at all. And I was just like, God, what the heck do I do Dude, I am freaking out, like I'm shaking, and we got there at his job, ready to pick him up and put him in the car, and I walked outside, and he looked at me, and he smiled, and I just walked up to him, and I hugged him, and I hugged him with everything that I had inside of me, and I was like, I missed you. And he looked at me and he said, I'm sorry for everything that I did to you. 
And I just... I felt the most relief in the world. I felt amazing. (laughs) I love my brother. I would never give up on my brother. And that's my thing. I can't give up on family. And if I had, I wouldn't have the relationship that I have with my brother. I wouldn't have the relationship that I have with my dad. And I'm not saying that either of them are good or even perfect or whatever it may be. But they're there. It's a foundation. And I plan on building it. Every day. I see their faces. And I imagine the happiest moments that I had with them because they weren't always bad to me or to anybody. The part of my brother that I hold on to the most is there was a video that my grandmother had showed me in an apartment building that we both lived in. She lived on the second floor and I lived on the fifth. And she was looking through some pictures of boxes and everything like that. And she came across this video of my brother holding me when I was a baby. And he looked so happy. And he was so cute. And he was just was lit up with happiness and joy and peace and love. And he kissed me on my head. And it was maybe like a five to seven minute video of him holding me and just looking at the camera and smiling and I cried so much because I saw him not the version of him that he shows everybody else the tough guy the the one who has to do all these things to prove himself to everybody but I saw him his spirit his hope his potential and I think that's one of the most powerful things about forgiving somebody is remembering that they weren't always bad and that's not to say that you have to go back to that person or that you have to be friends with that person but if they are family try not to give up on them Don't accept crap from them. Be real. (laughs) Tell them what they did to you hurt you. Have a conversation with them. Figure out what it is that they were going through and why they treated you like that. If they're still going through that, how to help them. Because it benefits the both of you. And sometimes you're not going to get an apology. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you you said your piece. You said what you needed to say. You were kind to them. And you were able to move forward knowing that you did the best that you could do. Forgiveness is peace. When you really love the way that God loves... It doesn't matter what anybody did to you. We break God's heart 70 times 7 every day. He still makes the conscious decision to be like, I want you in my life. You're my kid. 
And they may not be our kids, and they may not be our family, but they may be our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers, our cousins, our best friend, our boss, may even be our pastor. But just because somebody in the body of Christ hurt you doesn't mean that we're all bad. Just because somebody in your family hurt you doesn't mean that all people are bad. And you're going to get through this and you're going to be strong. Because you already are. Now I'm going to pray out. And when I'm done, I want you guys to really do that exercise and to imagine a time when somebody hurt you. And the first thing that comes into your head is probably something you're still holding on to. Lord, I pray that with every second that passes by, we don't take it for granted. In a time like this, there's no better time than to just meditate on your word. And this word today was about forgiveness and loving the way that you love enough to be able to forgive other people regardless of what they've done. Lord, I pray that Every second that we hold on to something doesn't tear us down, but that we're able to realize what it's doing before it gets too far, before we've wasted so much time. I pray, Lord, that we don't think of situations and who's right and who's wrong, that pride does not come between something that could be good for us and that we allow you to take it over and allow you to take vengeance but that we eventually forgive that person that we don't tear ourselves down because of something that maybe we did and that we're able to see their point of view and their perspective somebody that hurt us and I pray Lord that we know you were for us and we know that we're enough and we don't have to listen to what everybody else says about us or how everybody else treats us but that you are there and that's all that we need and that the people that you put in our lives the relationships that you put in our lives are meant to be there lord allow us to love like you love to see how you see and to hear how you hear In Jesus' name I pray, amen.